All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. Oh, yes, we're kicking off another week with a blockbuster interview. What's good? Presented by Botano. It's the Monday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with you. And Rosie, you've been uh, promoting it for the last couple of shows. Matthew Nyes, uh, his second appearance coming up here on Leafs Morning Take. What's up, buddy? Yeah, man, I'm good. Yeah, it's a good, uh, the kid's a solid interview, man. I uh, Again, after having him on our first time, it was Obvious to me, this kid had his head on his shoulders. I predicted he'd make an impact with the Leaf right away. I wanted them to sign him and get him in for the playoffs. And he did. Ran into a little bit of uh, you know, trouble with a head injury, I guess, there. Uh, later on, didn't quite finish the year, but he said he's ready to rock and roll. So I'm excited to see what this kid's all about this season. How much golf did you watch this weekend? Not as much as I wanted oh. to. I was at a grass fire when they were in the playoff and a uh, four or five hole playoff, 70 foot bomb. Canadian wins the Canadian Open for the first time in forever. I was pissed I missed it, but uh, catching up on the highlights and that Adam Hadwin <laughs> was too much, man. I was like, I was like, what a street. I like a, a fan, not a streaker, but like a fan and unruly dummy is, is going to make a, you know, a run for the green during the celebration. And he gets tackled because I saw it without getting any context. And I was like, uh, well, he's got champagne in his hand. He's got champagne. And I turned it up and it was Hadwin. It's too hilarious. I'd love to know what the conversation with that security guard was like after the fact. 
It was so Canada. Having said that, I think the guy was just doing his job. I think if you don't know, and like I, I'd be the first to admit if I went to a golf tournament and I was security, I'd have no clue Adam Adam is. Like, it's not like he's a perennial name in this country. Like, I get it. But like, I think the guy was just doing his job. And it actually equates to one of the best pictures, I think, in Canadian golf history anyways. Like the celebration and then sort of like the focus on the tackling, like Goldberg style in WWE. Yeah, well, he didn't have his golf gear on, so I think that uh, that threw yeah. it for uh, a loop. But the champagne bottle—I mean, <laughs> I guess you just don't know. It could have been a water bottle or whatever. And I mean, maybe the guy is a complete idiot, the security guard, or maybe he was like, "Hey, I—we had guys, uh, you know, breaking the barrier all day long, trying to uh, to get inside the ropes, and then this guy came running out." And blah blah blah. You know, maybe it's justified, but nonetheless, it's hilarious. And of course, in Canadian fashion, I, I read a tweet that said he was apologizing profusely yeah. to the guy who tackled him. So just too cool. So Canadian, so Canadian, but that type of weekend in general, I think in pro sports, uh, UFC over the weekend in Vancouver, we've been promoting that hard the last little while it was uh, mayhem, uh, a railing collapsed. Um, and then I don't know if you caught this, man, you, you talk about the UFC, Connor McGregor knocked out the mascot of the Miami heat. Did you catch this? I want your breakdown since you fought in the NHL. No way. <laughs> you didn't see this. I did not look at this. Oh, boom. A big left and on the ground, dude. So the contest, uh, the, the context I should say of this is the skit was meant to promote a pain relief spray, which McGregor sprayed on Bernie, the mascot's name, after uh, the blows there but what we missed is that bernie had to visit an emergency room at a local hospital got pain medication and was sent home does mcgregor get charged with assault like i don't know what the hell he was doing to begin with that first one like knocked him off his feet that second one <laughs> when he's on the ground he pulled the punch and i don't think it did too much but dude that like knocks him off his feet <laughs> too bad for this for whatever product that is that didn't get the job done he still had to go to the hospital hey geez mcgregor he's a he's a he's a loose cannon man he's done a lot of shit that's just like my god dude i just thought that was the irony of this whole thing that it was the skit was meant to promote a pain relief spray and well it didn't work because the guy got badly injured he was just being a mascot and doing his thing and mcgregor caught him and i think that's what happens sometimes it happens in you know i watch pro wrestling it happens from time to time where somebody catches a punch and that's what happens so i know the twitter world and social media made so much of that situation probably more because it was conor mcgregor he's so polarizing but i just thought that was hilarious and uh you know, pretty indicative of the way the NBA Finals has gone thus far for the Miami Heat. I'll have a play in that game coming up tonight. Game 5, Denver up 3-1 three, three in that series. But for now, I alert all to subscribe to our YouTube page at the Leafs Nation 401. Leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcast. Just search Leafs Morning Take. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. The chat, unsurprisingly, is on fire. We're uh, waiting for our feature presentation in about five or six from now. And that is Matthew Nyes. But for now, let's get over the boards. We'll start with the Stanley Cup Finals. So coming up tomorrow night, and I, I can't stand these extra days off. Like the fact that they dragged the Stanley Cup Final for three weeks drives me insane. I get why they do it. But the other thing driving me crazy on this Monday is the fact that it took the Leafs 19 years to win a playoff series. And here's Vegas in season six, dude. They're one win away from winning the Stanley Cup. This is their second Stanley Cup final in six years. They're going to do it, man. I think the series is done. Oh, the series is toast, man. The Florida Panthers are toast. 
They're lucky to squeak a win into there. And that's the only really redeeming factor of this series to me personally. Watching it has been average. You know, yeah, Vegas has had a stranglehold the whole time. I had my money on Florida. I thought they'd pick up where they left off. They did not. And uh, it, it, it just lost its steam. It lost its momentum. I don't think it's anybody's fault because both teams, you know, finished their uh, their conference final in in quick fashion, leaving you know, the better part of a week to, you know, which is already scheduled to finish that series has it goes seven days, seven games, neither of them did. So there's just that extra week plus a little breather. Then you, by the time you start, I mean, summer's going and you're like, oh yeah. And it's, it's not like any, you know, penultimate teams or anything. It's Florida and Vegas, not big hockey, yeah, hockey markets. Although Vegas, you could argue is now, but nonetheless, it just, it just doesn't, hasn't had the pizzazz that I've wanted. I think the, at the first, second round, when people are talking Maple Leafs Oilers final, I think I there'd be a little more eyeballs on this thing, but uh, I think, I think Vegas has got it wrapped up. They look dumb and they look like they're, they're there to get it done. And I really think that Florida is just kind of reeling going, what the hell happened? We, we had it going and it's gone. Yeah, I won't sugarcoat things. It's been a boring series, a dull series. We've been waiting for that moment or the moment, and it just hasn't happened. I'm with you. I took Florida to win the Stanley Cup. It's just not going to happen. I think it's curtains for them. Quite frankly, I think they could have easily been swept in this series. I, I just can't help but think my big hot take from last summer on NHL Fantasy and Ice, the podcast I do for the NHL, was that the Vegas Golden Knights were going to miss the Stanley Cup playoffs. And here they are with Aiden Hill, as their number one goaltender, one win away from winning the Stanley Cup. It really is an epic story. Just shows you, number one, how good of a coach Bruce Cassidy is. Number two, you have to build from the back end. That blue line is outstanding. They have two number one defensemen, Rosie. That, that's the big story for me is you have Petrangelo. And yeah, here's Theodore and Nikki Hags a stud too. Like there's just so much depth on that back end for Vegas. Yeah, it is depth and it's guys stepping up and it's big boys being big boys. And you got that goaltender, whether he's, you know, a Conn Smythe candidate or if he or sorry, a Vesna candidate all year, if he came out of the weeds and just decided to step up and uh, and be the guy. And that happens sometimes you look out through history. Sometimes, you know, teams get put in shitty situations and and a goaltender steps up and, and makes a run for him. And that's what's going on right now with Hill. It's good for him. Uh, he hasn't shown any weakness. He hasn't backed off. He's overshadowed Bobrovsky, which I think he was the the heads and shoulders candidate for the Conn Smythe Trophy going into the series, and that's kind of washed away now. So yeah. it's uh, it's just a, a case of a team having everything going. And I mean, going into training camp, that is literally what every team in the NHL is searching for, and the Maple Leafs are no exception. You want to find that formula. How do we get this well-rounded, deep team where – this guy's stepping up to fill that role. These guys are doing their job. This guy's playing over his over his uh, salary cap hit, and everyone's just chugging together. Then you're well coached. Then you got this brotherhood where everyone would just die for each other, and you go on a run like that. And that's that's what you see almost every year when a team runs this wins the Stanley Cup is is a team that has come together and everything is going right, and it's just this magical go. And it's something the, the Maple Leafs have had the opposite of. They've had the players on paper. They've had the big contract guys signed up. And it's just nothing has come together when it when it matters. But uh, ultimately, that's just the formula that every team in the NHL is looking for. And usually only one or two finds it by the end of the season. It just shows you how hard it is truly to win the Stanley Cup. Like Florida to everybody, I think, seemed like the team of destiny. They had an outstanding postseason. And then, yeah, you run into another team of destiny in the Vegas Golden Knights. And I think it's over. And I think it's over in game five coming up on Tuesday night. We'll pre preview that more coming up tomorrow. 
Uh, the Stanley Cup final, Rosie, might still be going on, but that hasn't stopped the NHL rumor mill over the weekend. Heard names like Noah Hannafin, Scott Lawton. Tom Wilson's the one that stands out for me, and who knows if he's available at this point in time, but I can tell you he's one year away from UFA, so that's going to raise some eyebrows at the very least. And we've been talking about this guy all season long. I know he came off uh, off-season last year, uh, knee surgery, uh, played sparingly in the regular season, didn't look like the same guy. But I think when healthy, and when healthy is the big term here, Tom Wilson's a guy who can make a difference for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think we both agree they they need a bit of a different look of something they don't have, you know, especially that pugnacity level, uh, that hybrid type player. I, I just think Tom Wilson's the perfect type of player that you want to go after this offseason. Do you agree? Yeah, I think it could work. I mean, the thing I like about him the most is he's he's still in his 20s. You know, he's 20, 29 years old. He's not an over-the-hill guy where it's like, you know, let's get this guy and and see if he can do what he did eight, nine years ago. It's a guy who could still have his best hockey ahead of him. I mean, he can play. He can be effective. And just knowing what it's like to to watch a game or play a game where Tom Wilson's involved in it, it's kind of the, it's kind of the opposite of what the Leafs are. You know, they're the ones... He's the one kind of doing the bullying, getting in people's face, saying, how do you like that? Pissing other teams off as opposed to the Leafs nowadays are the team that are getting pushed around, getting bullied, having teams saying, hey, how do you like that? And we just kind of shy away and and, and look down at our skates and wait for the ref to, to get in there. And <laughs> it, it, it's the opposite of that. And yeah. whether it is Tom Wilson or not, that the Leafs need some of that. The Leafs need a little bit of not an idiot, not a guy to hurt guys, not a guy to take penalties, not a guy that's going to fight 20, 10, 15 times a year, just a guy that's going to be the aggressor and that's going to put the the throttle down towards their team rather than always having guys take the fight to you. Yeah. And that's the culture of the Maple Leafs that I think needs to change. So a guy like Tom Wilson does fit the bill. He can play hockey. He's not a meathead. He's not a useless guy that's going to play you know, six minutes a night. He can get in there and play. He's got, uh, you know, some years under his belt. And I think that, uh, you know, being that he's not 36 years old is, is a big positive and, and depends what his ticket is as far as the salary cap goes. But yeah. um, it, it's something that could definitely be looked at, especially in the last year of his contract when you can get him as, you know, maybe a rental and then and then sign him for a longer term if it works out. He really is one of one. I think people trying to say, you know, he's a, he's a Zach Hyman type. He's not. Like, I think the unique thing about, Tom Wilson, like he'll drop the gloves if he needs to, but the fact that he can play and be a useful guy in, in the top six, like he's played a lot with Alex Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, those guys over the last couple of years. I do feel he there's an element of like maturing too, like early on in his career, always getting suspended, um, known for the big time hits, like much similar, not the same type of player, like Matt Cook really found himself, uh, you know, re- really leveled out considering all the suspensions. I just think the Leafs could really use a hybrid type player like this, a guy who you can feel confident about playing in your top six, but also with some edge. Like, I think it'd be perfect for time and space to create that for, you know, like an Austin Matthews. If you paired like him on a line with Matthews, like I just think it brings a different look. And I think we're all searching for answers as to what the Maple Leafs need. I think having a guy like Tom Wilson to sort of police the game a bit more, modern day game at least, I, I think you have to at least be involved in those conversations. Again, it's important to stress his name is not out there officially. Um, I'm sure Washington would think about it at this point, considering where they're at, uh, the retooling, rebuilding, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Top six, I mean, I know they'll give him a shot, um, but being that you know guy on the third line, that, that to me, that's that depth where you can kind of roll lines. and. Um, you Do you know, like him on the third line? 
Yeah, I'm thinking okay. third line and and to be a really good third line and pair him with a couple guys who can uh, bang and crash. But I mean, obviously you put him together with those guys on the top few lines. You look at his points, they're not massive, but like you said, he can play with an Ovechkin. So yeah, it, it appears that Sheldon Keefe isn't going anywhere and we know that he's no stranger yeah. to, you know, giving guys chances all over the place and mixing it up. So if that did come to fruition, I'm sure they'd try him everywhere, but it would be interesting to see where he settled down and, and where he fits the best. Yeah, we're looking for that bottom six depth. So I like the look there, but certainly a versatile player in Tom Wilson. And again, Scott Lawton's another guy from Oakville, Ontario. The Leafs have been linked to him for a long period of time, but again, a different GM now in place with Kyle Dubas in Pittsburgh. So even Noah Hannafin, the connection, as well Toronto potentially adding a top four blue liner we'll talk about that as the week goes on but for now uh, our feature presentation again we've been teeing up teeing him up since last week we had a chance to uh, catch up with Matthew Nyes for the second time on this show on Friday so have a listen uh look at this one first and foremost uh how are you feeling what six weeks removed from the concussion yeah feeling good yeah no symptoms uh all in the clear now got back to training so doing well the whole Shane Doan thing, we can start there. How did that come about? Like, what happened when you got that call and then you showed up at his house with a jersey? Yeah, um, my mom actually got a text from from his wife, uh, you know, saying that he took the job and um, that, they, that you know, he uh, he wanted to hear from them, you know, before, before social media. So that was, I mean, I was pretty excited. You know, I know my parents were ecstatic that he's going to be around and, um, now I'm also, you know, really pumped. I'm just gonna have a familiar face in the locker room that, you know, I could always chat with. And, um, no, I was, I was really excited. And then I was actually going to go, uh, go to the golf course with his son. So, uh, I thought I'd bring my Jersey and just, uh, you know, kind of show my appreciation that he's, that he's a part of the group now. Right on nice. growing up in uh, Phoenix. I imagine you watched him. That's how that all came to be, but are you guys kind of family friends or have you known him beforehand? It sounds like what's your relationship with him? Yeah. Um, you know, he's been my coach ever since I was five or six years old, me and his, me and his son, Josh, we were, you know, best buddies growing up. Um, you know, always the most competitive ones out there when we were playing against each other or with each other, you know, I think we were always, um, super competitive. So we got along with each other well. And, um, you know, I think, you know, once his, once his dad, once, uh, once Shane retired, you know, I think he was behind the bench and just with around us, you know, all the time. So, um, he was kind of a huge, huge, uh, you know, idol for, for all of us. You know, I know Austin, um, it was, it was a big idol for him too. So it was just, uh, for all of Arizona hockey, he meant so much to us. And, um, to have a guy like that, you know, at our practices at a very young age, it, it meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, I'm just happy that we could kind of keep that relationship, especially now that he's coming to Toronto. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So the last time we talked, you weren't officially a National Leaguer. Congratulations, first and foremost. Holy fuck. What a, <laughs> a crazy five to six weeks, dude. But it didn't even yeah. feel like you were a rook in this league. Um, how did it feel to, to go through that experience? Uh, you know, what was everything like, uh, especially in the city of Toronto? I mean, you come in, you go on a playoff run, then you light it up in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, first of all, thank you. Um, that means a lot. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a different beast. It was a different animal, you know, kind of joining and, um, you know, but a lot of the guys were super welcoming, um, super good group. You know, everyone kind of, um, took me, took me under their wing and, you know, kind of showed me the ropes pretty early. And, um, obviously, you know, Johnny taking, you know, opening his doors to me and, um, just making me feel comfortable in such a big city. You know, it was, it was, that was something, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for because, you know, when I got there and, you know, I, I first saw the traffic and, <laughs> um, you know, the energy, you know, going into the playoffs, it's, it's, uh, it's truly a different animal. So I was just really happy that I could have someone there, and, um, you know, kind of looking after me and just taking care of me a little bit. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was a crazy, crazy moment, crazy experience. Um, you know, something I'm going to cherish for a long time and I'm sure won't forget. Love it. Nizy. You can, uh, you can check the tape after we talked. I, uh, I was a big fan of you, man. I think you got your head on your shoulders and, uh, and you kind of are, are made for the pro game. And I said, you were going to make an impact with this team right away. I thought they needed a guy just like you and you came in and did exactly that. So tell us what, uh, what you're doing this summer, what your plan is and, and how you plan on coming into training camp. Cause I imagine you're, you're looking to make a big impact with your first full season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've kind of tried, tried to be off the ice a little bit, um, you know, kind of do some other things. Um, obviously back to training now I started this week, uh, you know, Austin's in the same gym as me. So we're kind of, um, you know, both in there and, um, just kind of slowly progressing. Um, obviously I had to take some time off with my concussion. Um, you know, just kind of be away from the game, be away from training a little bit. So, uh, I got to slowly kind of get back into it, uh, back in the swing of things. So, um, just making my body feel good. Um, obviously trying to become a little bit more mobile and flexible and, um, before I can get into the, you know, a little bit more harder of training. And, um, you know, I think in, in July, I'm going to, you know, start ramping, uh, up some skates and then workouts, you know, to make myself feel a little bit better. And then, um, you know, show up a little earlier, um, than most for, for training camp, just so I can get, you know, accustomed to the way they, they want uh, us to train. They want us to skate. So, um, hoping to be there in the, you know, the beginning of August to, to kind of get used to everything down there. Watching you take, um, you know, reps with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner in the Stanley cup playoffs late in that, you know, the time you were playing obviously there in the Florida series also with Tampa, like you got some reps with the big boys in the top six. That was that like a pinch me moment for you, considering your relationship with Austin Matthews, where you guys are from to get that opportunity to play together, not only just play together, but play together in the Stanley cup playoffs must've been something, eh? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty surreal. It's, it's hard to kind of wrap my head around. Um, 
but I, I know, you know, I kind of remember going into those games. You can't really just focus on, on the awe moments, you know, you got to focus on the game and, um, you know, make sure you're making a difference. So, um, you know, sometimes you can stop and stop and stare and, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool being in that kind of atmosphere in the playoffs and especially, um, you know, playing alongside those, you know, super talented players, but, um, yeah, I kind of just had to bury my head and just work harder and, um, you know, that's kind of, kind of things I focus on just the, just the little things that I can do better and, and, uh, you know, help the team win. Sure. Nizey, uh, speaking of Austin Matthews, you know, him growing up, I imagine you're fairly close in age, but what's it like being able to train with a guy who literally is in the same organization as you, the same boat as you, you could be on his line for all we know, training with him all summer long. What has he, what has he taught you so far? Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he shows up, you know, pretty early. Um, you know, it's pretty hard to leave after him, you know, he's in there for, for quite a while, you know, taking care of himself and, um, I know he stresses a lot about, you know, taking care of his body. And, um, you know, I think he shows me that, you know, it's, it's a long process playing 82 games in the NHL. Um, you know, I haven't been a part of that yet. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it shows that, you know, he, he takes, he takes a lot of time and, and a lot of effort into, you know, preparing himself, um, into, you know, having the endurance to, to allow for him to have a successful 82 game season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he kind of just shows me the ropes in that way. And, and as, as being a good example in, in the weight room, uh, how he takes care of himself, um, you know, how he composes himself around others in there. So um, it's good taking notes from him. And um, he actually taped my helmet uh, the other day and put my na- own name on it. So I got to give him a little cheers for that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, get more comfortable with him. So that's, that's fun. It's always good to see. Uh, it's great. And you guys are going to be a dynamic duo for many years to come here in Toronto. You mentioned John Tavares and living with him. Like we thought that was such a great story. And I believe we had a short on that. That sort of went viral on YouTube. Just how cool it was that JT took you in. Were we shocked? Probably not. Like I covered JT dating back to his days in junior, just the consummate professional. What's that experience been like uh, living with the Tavares family? And, and what's the plan for the fall? Are you going to stick with them or uh, get your own place or something? Yeah. Um you know, that little stint with him was, was awesome. Um, truly amazing family. Um, I couldn't say enough, enough good things about them. Um, it was a pretty chaotic household when he had the new baby and, but you know, I loved, I loved every second of it. I loved being around them and, um, you know, they took took so much care of me and, um, you know, supported me so much. So I, I seriously can't thank them enough for what they did. And, um, you know, obviously John, I think is a very, uh, you know, mature player. You know, I think he, um, understands understands the league well understands how to how to handle himself uh, obviously someone who takes care of himself really well uh, you know on and off the ice um so kind of take those notes as well you know kind of pick his brain um whether we're in the car to practice or from practice it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty uh, a unique experience for a young player like me to to kind of get that opportunity so um you know I kind of try to take in every second of it around him and and around the family it was it was pretty cool and then um, you know, he opened his doors again for, for next year. So I think that's, that's probably the best fit for me is just, um, you know, get to see more of it, get to, get to learn more. Mm-hmm. Probably no one better to, to learn from a, someone than the consummate professional, but, uh, you know, Nizy, the team, the Maple Leafs, they, they made it to the second round, something they hadn't done in a while. That was a bit of a celebration there. And then obviously fell short in the playoffs, uh, look at the team and, and what they need to do to get over the hump and seeing the teams that are are going deeper in the playoffs and the Leafs did, what do you, where do you see yourself fitting in the lineup and, and what are you going to bring to the, to the roster to help uh, get these guys to where they want to be? 
Yeah. Um, I think I can answer that the same way I did uh, when you, you know, asked it previously, it's, it's tough to say where I'm going to kind of fit in. Um, obviously I want, I want to play with their best players. I want to compliment those guys, but um, you know, I kind of just got to play my game and, and uh, you know, I, I think it's just going to, you know, handle itself or figure itself out. Um, you just got to work hard, um, you know, play that power forward game that, you know, kind of just takes it to the net, you know, be around the net and um, use my size to my advantage. I think those are the kind of, you know, strengths I have as a player. So, um, just wanting to fit, fit, fit in well with their, uh, you know, their systems and, um, just getting more, uh, more comfortable with their practices and, um, you know, stuff like that. I think those are, those are little things that I haven't really, uh, you know, got too, uh, too familiar with, um, that I'm looking forward to. Um, and I think that's going to help me a little bit, you know, prepare for, for next season and, um, you know, kind of give me the upper hand on, on, uh, you know, being able to play with their better players and, and, uh, you know, have a really big opportunity and be a big part of it. Nizey, what do you remember about your first NHL goal, man? I just remember being an absolute gem. Like, it's so great when you get your first talk and it's a beauty like that. But what do you remember about it? <laughs> Honestly, almost nothing. Like, oh, yeah. I completely blacked out. I was, like, <laughs> in shock. Like, I, I uh, you know, when I scored, I, I, I just I couldn't believe it. I went down to a knee pretty quick, but it was yeah. just, it seemed so, like, uh, I don't know. It seemed like a habit to do that, but I, I was, I was in shock, like complete shock that I, that it, uh, that it went in. And, um, I'm sure that's how, you know, everyone kind of has the same feeling, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, especially, you know, to have Austin pass that to me. It's, uh, it was pretty surreal. It's a, it's a moment I'm for sure never going to forget. What goes through a player's head that you've been working so hard to get to the national league, you're playing in the Stanley cup playoffs and your first NHL goal comes in that environment. I could only wonder on the bench, like were a million things going through your mind as you get ready for your next shift. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I being a hockey player, you kind of just put that one behind you and you, you go out <laughs> and want another one, you know, you just yeah. want to keep getting more and more and more. You, um, you know, and after finding that feeling, you just, you just gain so much hunger, um, to do more and, uh, to just, just, uh, you know, provide, uh, provide the team with, you know, more satisfaction. So, um, you know, it just, it just made me more motivated, um, for the rest of the game and for us the series. And, um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was a, it was a very cool experience to, to be a part of for sure. Early thoughts on the city of Toronto. You sort of mentioned it earlier on. Obviously, it was a unique experience for you coming in uh, after college to a postseason run. Then you play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But, dude, I'll be honest, like you guys won in the first round. I was out on King Street West. It was a good time. Like it's a it hits differently, doesn't it? No, it does. Um, I mean, the fan base, how um, just how much how much love there is for hockey in the city of Toronto. it's something I've never seen before. Um, you know, coming from a, you know, kind of a smaller market here in Arizona. Um, you know, I think, I think people love hockey, but I think, uh, you know, people in Toronto, you know, bleed and die for hockey. So, um, it's a complete different, uh, different animal when you come up there, especially around playoff time. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, surreal. And, um, yeah, I, I love the city of Toronto. It was, uh, it was incredible to play in front of them and, um, just to be in that atmosphere. And so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I got one more. So according to sources, and you probably know, because I told you who we interviewed before the show, you have a notebook of things you're learning, according to sources. Uh, what kind of things are you learning and what's in that notebook, Nizy? Yeah, so the boys would joke with me and it's like my imaginary notebook <laughs> because everywhere we go, like I, I just like 
I looked like a lost puppy almost. Like every restaurant we went to, every hotel, I was just like, couldn't figure it out. So every time like someone would tell me something, they're just like, write it down, write it down. So every time I was like, Joe, like, I don't, what time's this? What time's that? Like, what do I get here? He's like, just write it down. So that was my like little notebook. And I don't know, I was learning, learning from him. So I didn't have to get kind of embarrassed by the older players. So tell me you're a rookie without telling me you're a rookie eh? <laughs> seriously yeah <laughs> Not no, a that's, boy. you're gonna be yeah. a wily veteran before long with that baby <laughs> in your pocket. yeah yeah hopefully Any, anyways nisey man you're you're the absolute best uh second appearance on the show we hope down the road maybe a third best of luck here uh moving forward in in the summer looking forward to seeing you in the fall here bud yeah appreciate it thank you guys for having me on again Salt of the earth, the one and only Matthew Nyes making his second appearance, Rosie, on Leafs Morning Take. Yeah, it's good. Eh? I mean, I, I like this kid. I, I, kid. I think he's a wicked pick for the for the organization. I can see why they picked him, not just his on-ice skills, but his character. And, you know, I keep saying he's got his head on his shoulders. And to be honest with you, that's rare at, uh, at that age. And, you know, the experience is only going to go up from here. And with that, he's going to take, uh, take that to the next level, too. So... I'm pretty pumped. He's one of the things I'm excited to see this this season coming up is uh, is how he steps into the NHL and solidifies himself and and what he can do in his rookie year. I love this uh, budding bromance as well with Austin Matthews, something to behold, I think, over the next couple of years for sure. Uh, the Botano Wrap-Up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now, 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. And for today's play, I'm going back to the NBA Finals Give me the under, Rosie. 208.5 is the number set, minus 105 for the under. My logic is pretty simple. Denver's up 3-1 in the series. They're looking for their first ever championship. I think they're going to be a bit tentative and tense, obviously, naturally. And uh, Miami will give it their best, especially on defense. They're a team that patterns themselves on their D. And I think they're going to be ready to play. They're going to scrap and claw. They got guys like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. So I expect a defensive-minded game here. So I'm taking the under. 208.5 in game five of the NBA finals. I know you don't care. That makes sense to me, buddy. <laughs> okay, perfect. Let's roll on to the chat because you're the you're the NBA guru on this podcast for sure. Chat's on fire. Mr. P-Mail Bacon writes, great interview, guys. We appreciate that. Mark writes in, nice 34 and Marner are going to be sick with some playing time together. I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I really, really enjoyed that trio. I know we got a small sample size of that in the postseason, Rosie. It fired me up to see those three together. Yeah, it did. I like how he rounds off that line. He can make plays, but he can go get the puck first and kind of grind it out through the uh, through the corners and down low, and he can get the puck to those two players. And then, you know, we saw there when he was playing to finish off the season and in the playoffs, he can pop into those spots and, and jump on pucks that those, uh, you know, obviously high talent minded players beside him can, uh, can find him when he pops open. So it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. I hope they just get clicking like crazy and, you know, uh, maybe. I don't know. We're going to start off here in the regular season again. And we always say, well, they're going to dominate the regular season, but it only matters what happens in April. So yeah. um, nonetheless, I hope they find some jam. And I'd like to see this season, there be some more solidified lines throughout the year. Sure. At yeah. the beginning, you're going to have your new guys come in and, and you're going to be mixing and mashing. But post Christmas, I would really like to see some actual lines where these guys just go through thick and thin ups and downs, yeah. highs and lows. And they, they can battle through that and the the lines themselves get build some character, which could possibly help them in the, in the uh, postseason. because right now that that blender that was going into the, the playoffs last year, I did not love it. And yeah. I feel like, you know, when the going gets tough, you have nothing to draw from because you, you, you don't even have those guys beside you um, for more than a few games at a time. 
Hey, come October, we're going to be a content factory. Make no mistake about it. Uh, game one, I'm going to be like, well, this game doesn't matter because there's 83 more, 81 more of them. And we'll get to the postseason when we get there. But nonetheless, appreciate everybody uh, tuning in today. It was a joy bringing you Matthew Nyes once again. Again, more exhilarating interviews coming up or with you live Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, all the way until June 2nd and a lot to cover over the next three or four weeks. So make sure you keep it locked. At the Leafs Nation 401, if you're watching right now and are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, at the Leafs Nation 401, for access, for alerts, for everything you need to know about the Leafs and obviously us covering the Leafs. Many thanks to Matthew Nyes and to you, Rosie. We'll talk tomorrow, buddy, okay? You bet. See you guys tomorrow. There you have it. Many thanks to producer Aaron as well, and we'll talk on Tuesday. Take care, everybody. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.